What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, Yeah, what a weekend. Trying to recap it all with you on this Wednesday. Caught up on uh, what's gone on since we last spoke. And it's a lot. A lot of recruiting news on the football front. Baseball, Astros took three out of four in Arlington. But uh, Jose Altuve now hurt for Houston as of yesterday. We'll talk plenty of uh, MLB. How about uh, in local golf? Congratulations to Nick Schaefer. Nick Schaefer, Buck, shot uh, 15 under over three days and won the firecracker. Down at Lions Municipal over the weekend. How about him? 80 yards out on his final hole. Holds almost, it out. Almost hold it out. Isn't that cool? But uh, nearly went in, just tapped it in for a birdie, and uh, he wins. And I saw Ricky Fowler win a golf tournament. He did, in Detroit. Rocky uh, Mortgage, Rocky right? Mortgage event, yeah. He's a Rocky Mortgage guy. Yeah, he's a big, uh, that's one Sponsor. of the big sponsors. Yep. And so, yeah. Uh, first win he's had since 2019. Four Ricky years, Fowler. right? Know, he's been playing better. He's been trending that, in that direction. That he has. For sure, and he wins in Detroit over the weekend. Yeah, but the firecracker, our man Nick Schaefer, joins the likes of our friend Omar Uresti, Ben Crenshaw, Wes Short, J.L. Lewis, who have all won the firecracker over its 77-year history. Uh, what a historic tournament that is. Uh, I, I found out last week from our friend Omar Uresti that they, for the first year this year, they had, on a Friday they had a champions dinner, like they do at the Masters, oh, really? where all the, whoever could make it, the returning champions, would oh, gather cool. and have dinner. Tell stories, and um, you know I have not talked to Omar since that dinner took place, but I'll have to. I'm sure he could tell us some pretty cool tales from behind the scenes at the Champions Dinner at the Firecracker at Venerable Lions Muni, right there in downtown Austin. Uh, pretty cool spot. You know me, I'm a Muni guy. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I think you played one Muni in the last decade, and it was just the other day. Roy Kaiser. Roy Kaiser. Hell at, yeah, uh, man! That thing was in great Roy shape. Roy Kaiser Municipal Country Club. That was in it. great shape. Love that place. Love that place. Put a collar on you guys, please. Also, it's one of the, you know, we'll get to the headlines coming up, but in the NBA, the league and its teams have handed out nearly $2 billion. $2 billion. I think $1.5 billion was spent on new contracts within the first, like, 12 hours or 18 hours of free agency. Most of them were re-signings, like, like re-upping with current teams. Uh, the only big— Draymond stayed, did he not? Draymond stayed in Golden State. Chris Middleton stayed in, in Milwaukee. Um, you know, the big names stayed— I did like the signing of the Phoenix Suns with Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. I think Eric Gordon can help the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant and now you know, Devin Booker and, of course, Brandon uh, Bradley Beal now in Phoenix. That was a move. And Chris Paul is where? Golden State. Remember, it, he was part of the trade. He, for, he, they haven't gotten rid of him yet? They're keeping him. They want him. They want him to replace Jordan Peele. Poole. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Jordan Peele's the director. Jordan Poole yeah. is the basketball player. Yeah, they want him to be kind of a – you know, glue. kind of an old ass man out there playing hoops. Well, you know, they know he gets hurt a lot, but he's kind of a glue guy off the bench. Like Phoenix, or Gold State's trying to make one last run, right, with the Splash sure. Brothers, and that's what I would say. Um, and Draymond back, and see if they can go get one more on the way, on the way to being done. But uh, you know, we'll see. Houston signed Fred Van Vliet. Um, can I give you some? I'll give you some numbers on Fred Van Vliet coming up. Of uh, as an undrafted player, he, he may be the most accomplished that's undrafted an player story. of all time. Yeah. 
it's pretty cool. And he's what Houston wanted. Houston was looking for a grown-up uh, to go with all their kids, and uh, he is that. Uh, Dylan Brooks also going to be a Rocket. Uh, that was uh, obviously Kyrie Irving back to Dallas, and uh, so that went down over. The as, as you say, the the Golden State. I, I would think one more run. Would that be it? For, will Steph Curry not? Will he always be a Golden State Warrior? I mean, will they never just let him oh, go? Oh, yeah. He's, he's a, not going anywhere. He's not going to join up with anybody, correct? He's one of those guys you feel like you keep playing because he can always just shoot. Right? Oh, yeah. He can be on any team. It's like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant doesn't have to be a primary ball handler. He can just stand out there and shoot the basketball. Uh, he, yeah, if you can keep in shape. I mean, because his energy level is – Oh. I mean, you've got to be always on the move. I know he can shoot, but he's he's got to move. But he's, he's never going to some place to try to get a chance – to get a champ, another championship. No. No? no, I don't think so. Okay, there your legacy there. Well, and if you met because you were out last week, he he lost to Patrick Mahomes and your guy uh, Travis Kelsey in the match, the golf, the head to head. They were unable. The Splash Brothers got beat, taken down. Mm-hmm. But hmm. no, I don't think he would ever. I mean, he feels like Golden State for life. Okay, right? just like they, they they would never let him leave. Could be wrong. That's what I'm saying. They'd never let you leave. No. No, you know, a lot of people thought Draymond was going to leave once he opted out, but he just wanted them to make sure to, that Jordan Poole was gone. And I'll come back if you get rid of that punk. Don't have to punch He's him out anymore. He's got to go. Don't have to punch his lights out anymore. Uh, won't be doing that. But uh, yeah, so that was the NBA. They spent a lot of money spent. Then the big story is still yet to happen, and that you know is Damian Lillard that uh, he wants to be traded. He's finally formally requested a trade out of Portland, and they seem to be willing and amenable to making that happen. And when they do, you know, the Miami Heat go from in the finals to a team that might be the best team, right? If, if they don't have to give up too much to get Dame Lillard to go with Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler and that team and what they do with their, their head head coach, um, that you know that's a really, really good team in the East. Fred Van Fleet, by the way, who signed with the Rockets, three years, $130 million. And that raised eyebrows that he made that much money on a per-year per basis. I will say this again, though, for Rockets fans and NBA fans. The Rockets had to spend $50 million dollars in this free agency period to get to the salary floor of the NBA. We always say there's a salary cap in the NBA, but there's also a floor. You have to spend at least X amount. Uh, you can't just, you know, you have to try to spend the money, and the players have guaranteed that with a cap and a floor. And so the Rockets had to go there. So if you're going to sign somebody, you know, draft a, a guy who you know is a, is a leader, the guy who you know brings his lunch pail to work every day. He's not going to be much drama with Fred Van Vliet. He is a, a guard. Uh, and how about this? Van Vliet is – he's uh, – since being undrafted in 2016, he's made the All-Star Game. He's won an NBA championship, highest-paid undrafted player ever, and the most undrafted, first undrafted player to sign a $100 million contract. Hey, don't let him, don't let him dash your dreams, Buck. Keep, keep doing it. Absolutely. Keep going to work. I like that with him. That's the NBA of the weekend. Let's get to the other headlines of uh, your Wednesday morning. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. Yeah, Texas football. Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns keeping hot on the recruiting trail yesterday. The fireworks on Independence Day uh, were there. Their fifth commitment of the last six days came in yesterday for the class of 2024, giving the Longhorns 12 pledges so far. The commitment yesterday was Houston Langham Creek tight end Jordan Washington, 6'4", 220-pound senior-to-be. Chooses Texas over Texas A&M, Alabama, and others. He joins four Metroplex area commitments in the last several days. Uh, of course, before we were, were out of here, the North Richland Hills offensive lineman Daniel Cruz 
committed to Texas. Also over the weekend, Lucas Lovejoy, four-star wide receiver Parker Livingstone, Duncanville defensive lineman Alex January, and IMG Academy defensive back Jordan Johnson-Rubel all committed to Texas since July 1. And their developing story on the recruiting front, 24-7 Sports is projecting that five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo out of St. Louis, Missouri could become the Longhorns' 13th commitment. They've given the crystal ball pick for the Longhorns. He is a top 25 prospect in the class of 2024. Major League Baseball coming out of their three of three out of four series win in Arlington over the uh, long weekend against the Rangers. Banged up Houston Astros suffered their latest blow yesterday. Their second baseman, Jose Altuve, suffered an undisclosed injury during batting practice, was scratched from their series opening lineup with the Colorado Rockies, and um, Houston plowed through, though. They got the win 4-1. to one. They beat the Rockies. Gray Kessinger hit his first career home run. Fellow rookie Corey Jolks had a four-hit day, uh, and... Brandon Belak was really good on the mound for Houston for seven innings. First place Rangers, they opened their series in Boston with a 6-2 win. Mitch Garver hit a three-run homer. Dane Dunning pitched six solid innings. Texas still owns a three-game lead over Houston in the AL West. The LA Angels are now in third place, and they had a heck of a day yesterday. On the bad luck side of things, Mike Trout was put on the injured list with a broken bone in his hand, a handmade bone. Suffered that swinging the bat. Shohei Otani had to leave his start yesterday against the Padres with a blister on his pitching finger. And uh, they're... Third baseman Anthony Rendon fouled a ball off of his inside instep. He also left that game. No word on the severity of his injury. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Well, every time. Saw Brandon Mars last week up in here. Uh, by the way, everybody told us, uh, Ty, it's uh, cojita cheese. Cojita cheese. Which is a an aged Mexican. Is that cheese. how you say it, though? Yeah, cojita. Are we sure? Yeah. Cold co- cotilla. Cold. I think cotilla the J is cotilla cheese. I'll look cotilla. It up. Cotilla. K o t i j a. You are you saying you like this cheese? It's good on hot dogs. Ooh. Ooh. It's kind yeah. of a white cheese. Yeah, it's very crumbly. I got some. Ooh. I did some corn on the cob too. Put it on there. With some butter. Little you put it on your corn too. A little tahini. Yeah. I will say there's no I mean, blue cheese is my least favorite cheese by like a mile. That is, is so gross. I don't like that from under. Oh, from under your toes. <laughs> oh God, toe jam oh. cheese. I mean, what stinks like blue cheese? Oh, oh, it's awful. Fritos, stinky, cotilla, stinky. That's how you said. That's what I said. Cotilla. 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 I got several people who have sent the pronunciation. Cotilla. Cotilla cheese. Thank you very much. Cotija, thank you. you. <laughs> I like the pronunciation, lady. That's good. Cotija. Uh, we also have from the uh, the movie front, the uh, web, movieweb.com with a list of the 25 funniest movies ever made. Did okay, but because you know, they had Blazing Saddles in their top 25. Oh, my goodness. Got to have that. Airplane made the top 25. The Hangover. Friday is one I didn't mention that made their list of 25. But they, they left out Animal House. Come on now. Dumb and Dumber didn't make the cut. Borat didn't make the cut. None of the vacations. None of the Chevy Chase. Oh, none man. of those. None of those made if, it. If you're looking for a good new movie to watch, it's not very funny. But Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Ooh, a little war. You know, feeling patriotic. War movie. It's good. Jake Gyllenhaal. I said I got home at like two the other night and I stayed up to like four thirty. <laughs> I was I just trying to throw something on to watch while I was going to sleep and I ended up watching the entire thing. What uh, what war is it based? You came around? in a lot of times at two and three in the morning, didn't you? Yeah. I've, oh, Afghanistan yes. is its base. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Covenant. Guy Ritchie. Okay. Cool. What time were you Hall? getting up on those mornings? But you didn't when you. I like mean, seven. Still get up at seven? I just yeah. I'm like you now. Oh. 
I slept until like I slept until like eleven one. Oh, day. you did an eleven o'clock sleeping like in, still in the bed? Yeah, wow. rolling around though, like not like waking up for the first time at eleven. So you of. said you for your whole time off you didn't you couldn't sleep past six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I just it just doesn't work. <laughs> I tried to do. You were up here at like six thirty one day. I know. I tried to do like a. Um, I would say I can make it till eight. I can't do it. What time do you go to bed? I still go to bed at ten. I mean, I'll go to bed at 10, 10, that's 15. A good, that's a good eight hours of sleep. That's what you need, 10 to 6. Oh, well, when, you, when, you, when you're a little older, yeah, doesn't hurt. That's, if you get good solid eight hours, man, that's the that's the goal for most people. Yeah, but I'm all, I'm also told how silly I am for getting up at 3.15 and 3 o'clock. But that's just my body deal now. It just, you're up, you go. And once you're up, I don't, you know, I don't do the, I don't hit any alarms. I don't have to, I don't have to hit, I mean, basically, I don't even have to set an alarm. Because I, I mean, I'll look over and say, well, you got it. It's this time. You got up. You went to pee at one something. So guess what amount of time you have left? And I, I don't have to get up. I don't have to have an alarm from that point on. I can still get up at right 3, 3.15. Just go. Yeah. Well, with time off, typically we stay up later, which leads to a little bit of sleep. But I still wake up, and then I have to go back to bed if I want to try to sleep in, which I can do. I can do. I'm okay well, with that. That doesn't mean I don't lay up, on the, lay up on the couch at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, though. Get that time. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not yeah, no naps over that that whole break for me. No naps. No naps. No, it's not been any golf on. I, I, didn't take, I didn't take any naps either. Uh, you just you're because you sleep in. You, I, right. I take a nap in some days because I get up at four thirty in the morning, and some days I need to, to get a little Absolutely. bit of shut up. I can if I can. But uh, all right, so busy weekend trying to recap all that's gone on, including uh, the Longhorns and their commitments. Uh, Aggies also having a good recruiting run as they landed a big receiver yesterday out of uh, Phoenix, Alabama, going into Alabama territory and taking a top five uh, receiver in the country for Jimbo Fisher. Uh, so I don't think that dude even visited Alabama. Which you know, some like, you're home. Yeah, yeah. Some people want to get out right when they're going on going sure. off to, to play somewhere else. Uh, you can see that. And as we said, it's you know the big story of the week to come. I believe will be the Damian Lillard story. And where he lands, I mean that's 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 an impact move, right? If Bradley Beal to Phoenix, the Suns believe that you know there's not a lot of depth on that Phoenix team. But when you have, you know those those three superstars, you've got a chance. Uh, Miami adding Dame Lillard to go with Jimmy Butler, wow. the defense they play, Bam Adebayo's emergence as a Tyler Hero still there too. Well, there's a lot of thought he would be part of the trade. And would am I right on that, Ty? That if he goes to Miami, they're going to need Tyler Hero to It'd come. Probably back. be Tyler Hero, uh, Hawkes Jr. who they just drafted. And probably like three or four first round picks, maybe wow. maybe another piece. But if he's saying like that's where you, I want to go, so send me there, get yeah. everything for yeah, him exactly. And and the others, you know, I'd much rather have Damian Lillard. But James Harden is trying to get traded to the Clippers, and they're trying to make that work. Your seventy sixers aren't doing much. No, uh, uh-uh. yeah. So NBA two billion, almost two billion dollars in about five days handed out. Four days, pretty good. Pretty good if you pretty good work if you can get it. Now it's not Bobby Bonilla. Well, it kind of is. It's Bobby Bonilla who got paid on July one his uh, one point one almost one point two million he takes every year from the New York Mets and will until twenty thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good day for him. July one. That's when he starts taking his trips, honey. That's when he starts taking those vacations, right? Just chills out and then okay, here's what I know. This is going right into direct deposit. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Forget Bobby Bonilla made plenty of money before oh, that yeah, contract yes, playing baseball uh, for, for for the Pirates and then the Mets, and so he did okay. But yeah, that's that's the mailbox money we're all seeking. Yeah, he we're, stuck the Mets a few times. Well, he was a good player. Remember he was playing with Barry Bonds there in in Pittsburgh oh, yeah. way back, and uh, 
switch hitter, really good player. But, uh, you know, uh, so Bobby Bonilla Day came and went. I was really, and Ty, I haven't asked your thoughts on the Ranger-Astros series because I did watch most of it and was surprised the Astros won three games. I think the one thing the Astros showed over the weekend is if they can get healthy, they will still be a factor because their big game experience just just shows through. I mean, they they love the the spot. They love those moments, uh, the big crowds, sellout crowds in Arlington. There was a playoff atmosphere to it, and the Astros won three of the four and uh, found a way. That's that's something. I, mean, I think the Rangers are still the well more well built and healthier team right now. Uh, best offense in the game, best defense in baseball. The Rangers own. Their starting pitching has been better than anybody could have expected. And the only game the Rangers won was the Nathan Ivaldi start on Saturday. Other than that, the Astros got him. Yeah, it was. I mean, close games. Um, I think I, I watched one of the games on Bally Sports. I've been at my dad's house. I've been you know, lucky enough to actually watch the Rangers. Um, but you know, relief pitching still worries me. Uh, Chapman came in. What got? Well, that was the big. And we will tell you, we were, you know, tip of our cap to Gene Watson. We had Gene Watson on the show on Friday to preview that series, and Gene was down in the Dominican Republic. That's where we talked to him from. And I said, "Well, what are you doing down there?" He said, "Oh, we're scouting." And then he had texted me after our visit and said, there's a 50-50 chance we make a deal with the Rangers today. And uh, next thing you know, the Aroldis Chapman deal came down. And Gene then, I texted Gene that evening and said, thanks for the tip, because we mentioned, you know, Gene, there could be something brewing, because the Rangers need relief pitching. And and Aroldis Chapman, give the Royals credit, they signed the 35-year-old left-hander to a pretty reasonable deal this offseason. There wasn't a big market for him. They brought him in, and he's had a great start to the season. And he's shown, you know, getting back to his old form. And so they pedal him for two prospects. And Gene was in the Dominican looking at the 17-year-old prospect that was part of the deal. Uh, they wanted to get, get eyes on him to make sure that was what they wanted in return for Chapman. Obviously, the Rangers had set their attention on Aroldis. And, yeah, you're right, even in, in the three losses to Houston over the weekend, Aroldis pitched twice and looked great. I mean, he's throwing high 90s. And he, he, his, his, he looks like he's been in the gym, man. That dude looks to be in great shape at 35 years old. He doesn't look like a Yankee. He just needs to be consistent, which well, he wasn't all the time with the Yankees. Well, and you wonder uh, with the Rangers if – Especially at the end. I mean, does he become their closer? Because in the, the series with the Astros, I mean, they were using him as the setup guy. and um, They bring well, in Brock Burke, and he gets rocked. All, and Schwarbs. Um, no, the, the reliever, the, the, Will Smith Will has Smith's been there. Will Smith has been the closer, yeah. And he blew the game. The Rangers would have won the Monday game had he been able to get – you know, get the ninth inning taken care of, but couldn't. And the Astros rallied for the 12-11 wins in that in that slugfest on Monday. Uh, so they still need to get the bullpen sorted out. But you wonder if Chapman emerges as their closer uh, as they develop that. But we will see. But you know, Rangers 51 and 35, they're fine. Beat the. Ra- I will say this: boo on Major League Baseball. Now that Astros Rangers game on Monday wrapped up at like five o'clock, and the Rangers played yesterday in Boston at 12:30 Eastern time. I mean, I. They had to get on a plane, fly to Boston. I don't think they got to Boston until 3 in the morning. They played at noon, essentially. Uh, very little sleep, yet they still went out there and won that baseball game. So props to the Rangers uh, you know, to, to go in and beat a you know, 500 Red Sox team. But in Boston on the 4th of July, made for TV game. Yeah, Red Sox starting to wake up a little bit. They're all right. They're all right. They're still the Sox. That's right. They're still, still the Sox. Sock. Uh, but the Rangers, uh, fine. But they, you know, the one thing I'll say for the Astros – I don't know what the Jose Altuve injury is that came down yesterday. It's it's alarming because Dusty Baker didn't sound good. I don't like Dusty Baker just has, has heard enough about injuries because they had to announce that they've shut down Michael Brantley again on his road to recovery from the shoulder injury, looking less and less likely that he returns at all this year, much like Lance McCullers and Luis Garcia, and these guys are already out for the year. Much uh, like Aaron Judge. Yeah, the He's Ast- liable to be with that toe. The toe. 
Yeah, I mean, he, if he's got a torn ligament in the toe, it's hard to swing. Be a challenge. Uh, he, you know, it's a big body, and he plays pretty fearless out there in center field too. He's all over the place, I right? Know, we'll get the uh, I'll get the Casey Stutter text here in a moment. F and soft, because Casey will remind us he played an entire season with a broken toe. Uh, get on out there, Aaron Judge. But uh, for the Astros, you just how many injuries can you absorb? I mean, you can only bring up so many guys and get Corey Jolks and Mauricio Dubon and. Chaz McCormick, who's come alive with the bat, he had the big hit and the win on Sunday against the Rangers. But, man, at some point, you just, I mean, how many can you take? They need to get Jordan Alvarez back, but that's not, I mean, they also have uh, Jose Urquidy, uh, who they're hoping to get back soon into their pitching rotation. Who's looking like the Cy Young Award winner now? Who from Tampa is right there? I mean, Nathan Evaldi's put his name in the conversation in the American League. I mean, he he wins every time that he goes to the mound these days. I think he's 9-2 and two now with the Rangers, 10-2. and two. He's great. Hey, Dane uh, Dunning, 8-1. and one. Yeah, Shohei Otani. Well, he might have, how how long does a blister take? What do you miss one start? Well, the problem with the blister is you you feel like you're through it, and then you come back and pitch again, and it yeah, fires right back. Maybe up. two so, games. But they may they may. I mean, the All Star break is coming up this weekend, right? The, the All Star game's next Tuesday, week from yesterday. So everybody get a week off. Uh, but you know, Major League Baseball wants Shohei Otani to be a big sure attraction in Seattle on on next Tuesday. He was getting rocked last night. Well, back to back to back homers. Yeah, and he and you know he couldn't grip the ball apparently, and he came out with that blister. And Anthony Rendon got hurt in that game. Uh, Mike Trout put on the injured list. So you wonder the Angels, another team like the Astros, can't wait to get to the All Star break. The uh, the LA Dodgers. I mean, Clayton Kershaw's now hurt. I mean, it's going to be a war of attrition here, this this 162-game schedule. It always is. But with the World Baseball Classic that they had, uh, kind of an un, you know, a different you know, ramp-up to the season, uh, a lot of people, including Gene Watson, who we talked to last Friday, uh, you know, curious to see how this goes because there have been a ton of injuries uh, to, to key players. And, you know, Rangers, that's why I keep saying the Rangers, they've stayed relatively healthy uh, outside of the Jacob deGrom injury. Uh, they've they've been good, and Dane Dunning has stepped in for Degrom and been great. And then there's the Braves, who coming up at the All Star game next week are going to have eight participants, eight from the Atlanta Braves, who are the best team in the American in the National League for sure, maybe the best team in all of baseball. Uh, it, you know, the midway point was 81 games, and I think most of the teams are past that now. Uh, coming out of the weekend, the odds to win the World Series, the odds favorite out of Vegas is Atlanta, and rightfully so, with eight All Stars, that pitching staff. And give a, give credit and tip of the cap, hook him to Bryce Elder, the lifetime Longhorn, who was mm-hmm. going to the All Star game for the first time as part of that vaunted Braves pitching staff with Strider and, and Bryce Elder, uh, the, you know, Ronald Acuna and that offense. I mean, they're just a really well built team uh, in Atlanta, and Bryce Elder a big part of that, the lifetime Longhorn. Uh, on the baseball front for the Longhorns, no word about a new pitching coach for the Longhorns at this point, and uh, there's been no official word of Woody Williams not returning. That was a report from. Uh, Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball last week, but there hasn't been anything official. Is that for a head coaching job position? No, Woody's, Woody's not going to return as a pitching coach. So David Pierce is again looking for a pitching coach for the you know, second straight offseason to replace Woody Williams, who was one and done at Texas apparently. But again, that hasn't been made official. I also was told over the weekend, keep an eye on uh, Tennessee pitching coach Frank Anderson, possibly to Texas A&M. Now, that also hasn't come down, but did hear word that that's in the pipeline, but that would be a huge get for Jim Schlossnagel and the Aggies to get the, uh, you know, Augie Garrido's former top pitching guy and, of course, been done a great job at Tennessee the last several years. So keep an eye on those baseball moves from the college variety. And remember, baseball's amateur draft is Sunday night. Sunday night is uh, when the 20-round draft begins. So, you know. Changed a lot for a lot of teams. We'll see. And the Longhorns will keep an eye on Dylan Campbell and 
LBJ, LeBaron Johnson Jr., uh, also Lucas Gordon. Those are guys who all could be drafted in the first 10 rounds and would likely be done at Texas if they, they are. Uh, also in that draft coming up, the uh, Texas Rangers on the fourth pick. On the fourth pick. So they can they can add a piece to their already full and fertile farm system that they gave up a little bit of to get uh, Aroldis Chapman over the weekend. So, yeah, busy Wednesday trying to catch everybody up on all that's gone on over the four or five days since we've been out and been in, and there has been a lot of it. Uh, we'll also get back into the, you know, we, we know four new teams were officially added to the Big 12 on, on Saturday, July the 1st. We also have the peculiar story out of the West Coast where San Diego State and the Mountain West Conference are at odds, apparently a botched, Bucky and Aaron. Five July. You know, we flipped the calendar over the weekend to the seventh month of the year, halfway home. Hope you people are getting your Coke Fest tickets because this is the time when you'll start. Hey, Buck, you got a couple of Coke Fest tickets for me? Do you, no, do you have gonna... six or seven for me and my son and my son's girlfriend? Well, uh, hopefully you didn't miss out on the 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 Fourth of July blowout over the weekend ooh. with. Uh, your opportunity for four days from July 1st through the 4th for a discount ticket. Uh, they're trying to uh, fill the house, but obviously give people an opportunity to get on in there. Let's go. Uh, but, yeah, Coke Fest one month from now. One month from now. One week to Big 12 Football Media Days. Can we let you hear this, Buck, on um, Friday into Saturday at BYU? They had a countdown party because officially on July the 1st, BYU became a member of the Big 12 Conference, uh, leaving their independent status. Here was what it sounded like in Provo. Welcome to the Big 12. That means they'll be at Big 12 Football Media Days next weekend. They're next a week. giddy. They're giddy. be interesting to meet the folks from Provo, BYU, uh, Cincinnati, Houston, and Central Florida are now officially members of the Big 12. We knew that was coming, but uh, it is now official. As we said earlier, the American Conference has now added UT San Antonio, UTSA, UAB, Rice, North Texas, FAU, and Charlotte. And uh, as we say, with Conference USA now adding Jacksonville State, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston, State of Texas now claims 13 Division One schools or schools to play at the FBS level of college football with uh, the Bearcats now to that level, which is pretty darn cool. We also have the curious situation happening at, uh, at San Diego State. San Diego State. So apparently San Diego State, now it's been widely reported that uh, they – indicated that they were planning to leave the Mountain West Conference. They were, and as I think a lot of people assume, they were about to get an invite from the Pac-12 to join the Pac-12 as they were looking to expand to help their media rights deal by maybe adding the San Diego market. Well, that offer has not come. The Pac-12 has not settled their media rights yet. That's still in limbo because there's a lot of people, yours truly included, who believe that Colorado and Arizona and others are looking elsewhere, including the Big 12. Uh, to land, and we know the Big Ten would still like to be interested in a team like Oregon, maybe Washington, uh, to join USC and UCLA in their move. So that's that's pending. So now the Mountain West is saying, no, no, you're gone, San Diego State. You owe us a big exit fee. And San Diego State is saying, well, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. Well, we were just talking all Wait, that trash, we, right? Did, we didn't really didn't sign anything, did we? So right now the Mountain West is withholding $6.6 million dollars uh, as part of San Diego State's $17 million exit fee, which oh. is due by next July 1st. 
But now San Diego State is claiming that no, 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 we didn't officially notify. We were just the talking league. about that. We, we, you know, come on, just hearsay. This, that's all for rumor. We weren't really leaving. Um, what, what do you mean seven million dollars? Now that got us to thinking, and some fu- funny folks on on t- the Twitters remembered this episode of the Seinfeld, of Seinfeld, the Seinfeld, where George Costanza pulled a San Diego State. Is it? I'm done. Through. It's over. I'm gone. Finished. Over. I will never work for you again. Look at you. <laughs> you think you're an important man? Is that what you think? You are a laughing stock. You are a joke. These people are laughing at you. You're nothing. You have no brains, no ability, nothing. I quit. <laughs> Should I do? Maybe you can just go back. Go back? Yeah. Pretend like it never happened. You mean just walk into the staff meeting on Monday morning like it never happened? Sure. You're an emotional person. People don't take you seriously. (laughs) Just go back. Pretend the whole thing never happened. Never happened? I was blowing off a little steam. So what? So what? You're entitled. I'm emotional. That's right. You're emotional. (laughs) Never happened. Never happened. How you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? What? I work here. I thought you quit. What quit? <laughs> Who quit? <laughs> Bill, how was your weekend? Oh, excellent weekend. What about your weekend? Fine weekend. Yeah, good weekend. <laughs> Is that Costanza over there? <laughs> What are you doing here? What? Am I crazy? Or didn't you quit? When? Friday. Oh, what, Dad? Are you kidding? I didn't quit? Why, you took that seriously. You mean laughing stock, all that stuff? Come on, will you stop it? No brains, no ability? Teasing, what? Okay, I want you out of here. I don't know where you're getting this from. you're serious, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> you see, you just, you don't know my sense of humor. I mean, Dan, don't I joke around all the time? I wouldn't say all the time. There we go. George Costanza going San Diego State. Come on. We're just kidding. Teasing, you know, joking. Seven, how much do we owe you? 6.6. 6. Isn't that the episode where at the end he ends up like drugging that guy, this boss? <laughs> I don't remember how it ended. Yeah. I do remember that scene. That's one of the many classic scenes from that great show with George Costanza. Uh, we can all relate sometimes. You know, sometimes you have a bad day. Emotional guy. Emotional guy. Emotional. Very emotional. Very emotional. Hey, you know who else is emotional? Uh, talk about uh, media rights deals and TV. Jerry Jones. Uh, we told you Jerry Jones. Netflix has signed the Cowboys owner and the Cowboys up to a $50 million for a 10-part docuseries on the life of Jerry Jones. This is, you know, everyone's looking for the next because the Michael Jordan, you know, the Last Dance docuseries did such gangbusters and everybody loved it. And they've made the Derek Jeter one. They've made several others. And we also have, you know, while you were out last week, we had J.J. Gotcha in from the uh, the, the uh, Austin Gamblers. And they've got their eight-part docuseries, which I've seen all of now. It's really good behind the scenes of the PBR. Everybody wants behind the scenes. And the little secret now in the NFL, Buck, is no one wants to do hard knocks on HBO because everybody wants to do their own. Like all teams want to make right. their own. 
and take their fans behind the scenes with, you know, hire their own media crew, do their own and sell, you know, go to your website if you want to get behind the scenes with the Cowboys, you know, come pay for it and fans will pay for it to get the behind the curtain look at their favorite team. Uh, it's more and more the trend. So teams don't want, like part of the reason the New York Jets are frowning at the idea of doing hard knocks with HBO films is, no, 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 we got Aaron Rodgers. We're planning to do our own here. Uh, we got Jets fans all over the all over New York. Which all makes over the, more sense. Yeah, we get to profit on it. We get to make money. Um, you know, like we need more money in the NFL. But still, you can understand each team is trying to do their own. I don't, we don't want to do the hard knocks thing. Leave us alone. So that's happening. But meanwhile, Jerry Jones is going to get this uh, docu-series behind the scenes and you know, much like with, with Jim, with Michael Jordan, you want compelling characters. You know, Michael Jordan, you know, wasn't the nicest guy. He was a total ass to his teammates, driven, the whole thing, which just, you know, people wanted to consume. They couldn't get enough of it. I wonder with the Jerry Jones thing, because it's going to take you from, you know, his oil days and how he scraped enough money together to buy the Dallas Cowboys, that whole process, I believe, and then, Obviously, the immediate the firing of Tom Landry is a dramatic situation. They'll do a ton of interviews of how that all went down. Um, you know, there's still a lot of Cowboy fans I talk to. Who, oh yeah, they're going to talk to former players. Oh my gosh, and you know, there's still people, old timers, who will never forgive Jerry Jones for the way he fired Tom Landry. Um, 29 years the head coach and, and out with 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 not a lot of class, not handling it properly. Jerry Jones has even admitted. But then, of course, that led to the hiring of Jimmy Johnson and all the success and the wins and the triplets and three Super Bowls. But, you know, obviously the story behind the scenes of the fallout with Jerry with Jimmy Johnson. It's a huge storyline of how that all played out and why it played out. And the fact that Jimmy Jerry Jones at 80 years old now is willing to go there and allow the access and, you know, tell his side and let Jimmy tell his side. And that'll be pretty good. That'll be pretty good now. The winning of Super Bowls ends in 1995, and there hasn't been another one. So, well, I don't know what the— Yeah, there's a lot behind the scenes there. Uh, somebody said, I enjoyed the Bill Walton 30 for 30, even though I'm not a fan of Walton. I, re- I heard that from a lot of people, that they did a several— part, and I recorded it, so I'm going to do that at some mm-hmm. point this summer. They did a 30 for 30. I think it's two, three episodes. Two Pretty good? Yeah, it's really good. What's it, him you, just walking around the forest? Well, Bill Smut, Walton— Smut, Bill Taking Walton. mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Walton, the, the player, I mean, as great as he was, I mean, the character that he has is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah he's, you know, he's he's become almost a caricature as caricature of as a broadcaster, just doing silly and saying silly things and over the top. But he's, you know, a, a character if there ever was one in the sport of basketball. And so those are those are the folks people dive into because there's, I mean, Jerry Jones. I mean, we can't. I mean, Jerry Jones' sound and sound bites and clips are legendary on this show and all shows because he just—he's a soundbite waiting to happen every time he opens his mouth. And so, those are the kind of people you want to do docu docu series on. Oh, and so, for Netflix sure. paying fifty mil, and what I don't know is how much of that goes to Jerry. I got to think a lot, right? Or, or to the Cowboys, and you know, he's got to give access that they need. You know, the interview. Oh, they're going to ask for certain things. Oh, from yeah. Him. Well, I mean. The behind the scenes with the Michael Jordan stuff, and remember, Michael Jordan had ownership of all those that that video. Right. Because remember, there was a there was a, a a camera crew that followed them that final season, the Last Dance, and that's where all that footage came from, and all those interviews and all the conversation. There was a there was that was happening, and he had to say yes to it. Yeah, he had he had the, it was his, and he never would. <laughs> and finally, he did. Finally, he said, "Okay, you know, we can make this." But I still get full. You know discretion on what's in and what's not, which that's what has led to the falling out with Scottie Pippen. 
and and some other players who thought it was very Michael friendly and not very friendly to everybody else, which uh, would you know a mockumentary they would call it. And Scotty Scotty Pippen Scotty Pippen is just a bitter dude. At the end of the day, that he is, and his ex wife is dating Michael's son. Michael did say. I saw a story that he was in Italy, and the paparazzi asked him if he approved of them to be, being together, and he said, "No, I don't." So, at least there's that. Like most fathers would probably say, "I don't know." I mean, it's not like Michael and Scotty are friends at this point. They hate each other. Yeah. Uh, and if anything, you're probably like, "Yeah, go on, son, get it." Well, and and a big kid. <laughs> I don't know where they were as friends before the docu series came out, but that really split them because Scotty felt like it was an unfair portrayal and it really played up. Well, Scotty also said recently that if it wasn't for him, Michael oh, yeah. wouldn't have been good. Yeah, wouldn't have won championships. Well, I mean, the timeline would tell you they didn't win any. He was in this league eight years before Scotty joined. And they, he but he was like, he would have been nobody. Oh, I know. Like, well, that's on. he's a bitter guy. He's a very bitter person. And I think you would be, too, if your ex-wife was dating your rival's son. Wow. <laughs> that ain't cool. <laughs> and she has an OnlyFans. <laughs> she has an OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. Okay. I learned that over the weekend as well. How much do those accounts cost per, per one? Do we know? It's a m- monthly subscription. And they vary in price? Vary, yeah. Not that I've ever... Not that I've ever subscribed. There. Yeah, you guys will pay for my naked gardening at one price and one price only. I think there will be a clamoring for that. Absolutely. The naked, the naked gardening. And there will be nobody, there will be no deals. What do you paid. think, Nine ninety nine a month enough? Uh, at least 20 20 No, no, no eleven fifty. Now, by the way, did they get, oh. do these people who do the OnlyFans, do they give a guarantee that for your 20 bucks you're going to get X amount of content no. per week or month or day? Mm-hmm. No, you just trust that's it. They're going to do that. You're going to get. Screw that. <laughs> Come on, man. You can get scammed on there. Sounds like it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, a lot of people doing fairly well on the OF. As I'm going to give you everything that you deserve, believe me, on mine. One nut drop a month. That's all you get, or at least one. It says that relationship with MJ's kid and Scotty's ex is weird AF. Kid could literally have most any woman in the world. I know. That is too weird, man. That is. Like, that's, you hear it and you're like, no way. You're making that up. It's not for real. That's, that's just made up stuff. Like, I think, I mean, MJ can't be thrilled with that. She's like twice his age, right? I mean, she's like 50. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. He's I'm, like 35. I'm still not believing it. Well, there's also the. Uh, I'm believing it's uh, maybe a one-time. And we know there's also the thing. conspiracy that uh, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, is actually Michael Jordan's long-lost son. Yes. Yeah. That whole story, and you can you can you can do the research and timeline on that, and let let your mind wander with Jimmy Butler and Michael Jordan too. Okay, we'll come back. Load up the blitz. It's been a while. Let's uh, crank it back up. And Buck is back. Welcome him back. He had a birthday over the uh, the the week off and the weekend, so bring it strong at 447-3776. Also, a little salacious gossip. If that wasn't salacious enough, that's coming your way as well. Let's roll forward on a Wednesday. Where you get that from? Did someone want to tell you that? Did someone want to tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip. Ahead of your blitz, that's time to load it up. 447-3776. Of course, uh, gossip brought to you by the Icy Cold Bud Lights. Hope you had some over the weekend. Safely and smart, always have a good plan with the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, the Texas X's and the Texas OU game, and of course, good times in the ATX. Hope you got to see some fireworks last night, or as you said, Buck, blast off some fireworks if you're a local yes. amateur firework blaster, because they were they were going off last night, dogs going crazy everywhere, obviously. So uh, 
Hope everybody's back at it and safe and ready to roll. But the icy cold Bud Lights were there for you on these hot weekends. Whether you're in the water somewhere, floating in a river, the coast, whatever you're doing, be safe with it. But do with the ice cold Bud Lights. All right, Ty told us about this big party. You, 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 you probably weren't invited. I wasn't invited. The Buck wasn't invited. No. But uh, the Hamptons were the place to be this weekend for Michael Rubin's annual Fourth of July white party. And black people could come too, Buck, but you just had to wear white. Yes. It wasn't white people it's only. Uniform. It's uniform. Everyone wears white for the summer. Yes. And we just talked about everybody. all these NFL teams want to do their own behind-the-scenes docu-series. Well, I was looking at this. This guy, Michael Rubin, billionaire guy. You know where he made his money, Ty? What does he do? I was not aware. Well, he made his own video. <laughs> like He had a camera crew, and they put out a behind-the-scenes literal movie recap of the people that were there, and it was star-studded for sure. From the sports world, Tom Brady was there. Single. Single Tom. In white. Joel Embiid. Wow. Russell Westbrook. James Corden, he's not a sports guy, but funny guy. Kim Kardashian was there. She's dated a lot of sports guys. Quavo? Quavo. Quavo. Ben Affleck was there with with Jennifer Lopez. Joe Burrow. Yeah, how about Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback? He's becoming kind of a dude, you know? Yes, sir. He's got a bad haircut, too. I'm someone with a bad haircut. I can say this, but not a great haircut for him. But, yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow, is, he's got a look these days. Get these little glasses, kind of like John Lennon glasses. Burrow. You know. I like the little glasses. Do you? I'm a little gay. Yeah, I like a little 90s glasses. style, kind of. Well, also at the party, Leonardo DiCaprio with his apparent new girlfriend, the model Gigi Hadid. Gigi. And by... Was she 12? She's 28. This is a breaking news story. Like... Leonardo DiCaprio is actually dating someone older than 25. It's just a weekend fling. No, no. So they spent two nights together. Yeah. That's what I saw. Vibe. It's a real thing. Vibe. And they've been in the same friend group, apparently. And now they've taken it to the... And there's a, there's a vibe there. So just so you know. Oh, there's a next level for this with him? Yeah, he typically dates 21-year-olds. And then when they're 25, he moves on to a 21-year-old. It's just kind of the Leo way. Which, you know, it's like Derek Jeter. How often? How long can you do that? It's eventually, George Clooney had to settle down. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Sometimes you just you just settle down. You just do. Um, Ty, you've ever been to a white party? I've been. There was this party in college that I went to. It was called the Black Light Party. Ooh. Where it was the one of the Jewish fraternities and one of the black fraternities that had a party together. And it was know. one of the most fun parties I've ever been to. But it was Ooh. not like this. It was not uniform. You ever been to one of those... Uh, I don't know toga. what this is called. Oh, to- you ever go to Toga, toga Party? Toga, we yes. had a Toga Party in college. Toga, Toga, Toga. Toga Party, Ty? Yeah, I think so. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. I think so. <laughs> I think so. What, what about when they when they fill like the dance floor with soap? Have you been to one of those? That was the like the blacklight party kind of. Yeah, it's like it's like soap suds. I don't know how they break them. There was a lot of what are they called? Like glow sticks oh. being broken. People being pa- painting each other and soap. such. That's very uh, very different. Eyes wide shut kind of stuff going on there. Hey, now. Okay, uh, also we told you this. The president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council says over the weekend, no one over 18 should ever be putting ketchup on a hot dog. Ever. Yeah. Never. And that's the guy who runs sausage. You know what I'm saying? He's in charge of sausage and hot dogs. Absolutely, yep. President, he says that. Speaking of the president, you know they found cocaine in the White House. Did you hear about this? More? Cocaine in the White House. Come on, Hunter. What's going on with that? They do a sweep of the White House, and they find this white powdery substance. I told you they were going to catch you, Jill. What's going on up there? White House? White parties, White House, cocaine. Wow. 
the heck? Is this an HBO series or something? What are we doing? All right, let's go to your blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. Good morning, Blitz, brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. I told that Joe that those that cleaning crew wasn't right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now you're blaming those the cleaning pe- Those people. You know how that goes. All right, first Blitzer, you're up. Got to throw somebody under the bus. So let me get this straight. ESPN gets rid of David Pollock, but they keep the disrespectful troll to play quarterback for Ohio State. Yeah, that makes sense. David Pollock out. I'm surprised Desmond Howard made the cut on that, by the way. Did he? Yes. That whole crew's back, right? That whole crew's back. Well, Lee Corso. Yeah, that crew's back. Probably Pat McAfee's still joining them. He's now part of the team. That's true. Next Blitzer, you're up. Morning, gentlemen. I'm calling to let you know that I'm on a road trip going through Alabama, and all I have to tell y'all is roll turd. (laughs) Next Blitzer, you're up. Yeah, this is uh, Bev. Uh, Kearney? Yeah, hey, DiCaprio's not the only one that likes to keep him young. <laughs> oh, gee. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Bugging Eden. What's up, man? Hey, Kev. You see, you show Joe Chestnut ain't from that movie Invasions, or he an alien? Wow, the way that dude is, that's incredible. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. Welcome back from your 15 days of vacation <laughs> with BK. Hey, so since you were on vacation with BK, the other vacation master, uh, we need to hear them stories now. Give it up. No, I was not with BK. Next Blitzer, you're up. Hey, Texas Rangers, who your daddy, biatches? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, Astro fans. Oh, they're back. It's three games, a lot, of, a lot of baseball left First here. place. Next Blitzer, you're up. You guys should be like ESPN when they made their cut and go ahead and cut out the clan. Oh! <laughs> the clan. Shut it down. Oh, Let's go home. Wow. Good stuff right there. Liberty, several people said that uh, appreciate all the input. This is those those are called foam parties. Okay, thank you very much. This says uh, I've been to an ABC party, anything but clothes. Okay, like that. Uh, by the way, the guy who had the big party over the weekend, owner and CEO of Fanatics. Fanatics. Fanatics, yeah. I knew that. He's he's big in the sports card world. Yes, sports cards, collectibles, digital collectibles. Got a nice pad, man. Speaking of Joey Chestnut, you know, this guy's like a pioneer in the world of competitive eating. And essentially, he's now like the the Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus of competitive eating. He's won 16 of the last 17 hot dog eating contests. We'll run down some of his other eating accomplishments because they are impressive. They're nauseating, but they are impressive. Also, want to thank those who were in last week when uh, Buck took his time off. We had uh, Ty Harrington, our friend uh, JJ Gotch, and Nick Shuley. And Nick Shuley will be with Shuley. us on Wednesday because uh, it is already Wednesday. He's got the live music update coming up for your upcoming week and weekend. Also, talk some Longhorn conversation as well. Always good to have Nick in the house. He'll be with us in our next hour. So, plenty to do. Go nowhere. Lock it in. 1049 1019 AM 1260. Stream it always on your Horn app, on your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com.